0: He liked your fanny pack and wanted to pack your fanny.
1: I finished, I took care of myself. I needed some self soothing at that point, it was medicinal.
2: Twinks
0: and Speedos.
1: Hello and welcome. We are back. From theballerlifestyle.com, it is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us on the program. That's my, that's my Insta story in the background. I was doing a little Insta story there. Those those of you that follow me on the gram, stay up on my Insta stories. And a lot of times I'll do one right here as so we begin right recording. Or maybe take an Uber and get some but sometimes I keep it going, and it's, you know, it's just immediately you do, and, and Adelo know a lot about this because he watches my scores. stories, but you, um, you, as soon as you play it, as soon as you record it, then you save it, and it starts playing it again, and that, you know, that comes back Um, thank you for joining us. Episode 218 of the show. Uh, A lot of good feedback recently. If you're, I haven't given out the numbers in a while. If you want to get in the mix as far as regular contributor status to the show, you can do that. I noticed our good friend Dean, Dean likes to come in right under the wire all the time. So I just happened to check my Twitter before, um, before going live. And he said, and he was like, you cucks. Start recording yet, and uh, um, but we had him, but I didn't see the tweet in time, because he likes to get in there right at the end. Uh, so mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address if you would like to get in at r- roughly 550 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on a Tuesday evening, sometimes Mondays. Sometimes we do it on Monday. Uh, you can do that. Um, You can also call us 949-464-TBLS is the voicemail line. If you want to hear yourself on here, it's a little harder to do. It's not easy. You think it's easy, but once you start talking, you forget about shit. You get a little self-conscious and you start second-guessing yourself. And and sometimes maybe you say the same word twice and you go, oh, that doesn't sound good. And then you're thinking about it. You're in your own head. But hey, if you can do it, do it. 949-464-TBLS. Also, a lot of good action on our Facebook page um, our and our Facebook group. That you have to ask to join. I don't know why. I didn't set it up like that. I don't know. It's I'm not very tech. But anyway, there's a Facebook page and a Facebook group. The group is is lighting the world on fire. A lot of action there. So um, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast group on Facebook or the Baller Lifestyle Podcast podcast Facebook page either both you should do both Um, and of course iTunes I haven't checked the iTunes we're getting some good reviews there for a while go to iTunes Apple podcasts as the cool kids are calling it now either um, just go there and search our show and leave a review and don't be see this is what happens this is what happens this is why it's hard to leave a voicemail because I start talking about the iTunes reviews and I tell you to leave a review, I tell you to leave a 5-star review. And then and then it may, immediately I remember a that fucking pussy that sent us an email for saying we're getting too political and then left us a 2-star review and then and the 2-star review is like, I like these guys before they got political. And then I'm like, "Hey, you fucking pussy? You gave us a 2-star review." And he's like, "That wasn't me." What? The guy, the guy that emailed the same week leaves us a two-star review with the same criticism? Go fuck yourself. But more so than you, at least you've wrote something, an email where you, I, you know, I had my way with you on the show, but that's I'm always gonna get the last word because I'm here. But the other two guys that left the one star, there's two people left one star reviews and but they didn't they left one star ratings and they didn't leave a review because they're fucking pussies. You fucking baby. You talk shit on my show? Talk some shit. Just click a one star. What a fucking pussy passive aggressive little bitch. Fuck you. You're a fucking baby. Go fuck yourself. See, this is what happens. This is what, you know, it's, I get extemporaneous and shit starts popping, just starts happening in my head. I start a thought, I stop a thought, I start a new thought. It's, fu- it's this is my genius. Um, joining me now, speaking of geniuses, joining me now, everybody loves this guy. His name's Ed Daly. He is with us right now from Hoboken, New Jersey. Ed, hey, Brian. How are you, buddy?
0: Uh, doing well. Now, um, this past weekend, I was in a pretty significant back and forth over text with a buddy and I thought it would be an important enough issue to bring up on the show. And I know, you know, I know people get up at arms, it could be polarizing. Uh, so no. uh, if you're pissed off with me, you know, it's fine. But I think it's an important subject and I think you could shed some light people coming d- from
1: people don't like it when we get political, Ed. But also some people Expressly come here for us to get political, so it's
0: well. It's a I haven't win-win. really told you what the subject is. Oh, okay. The question is this: How many sexual partners do you think Bobby Kremens has had in his lifetime? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's no way of knowing. Like, right, but right. we've we've been at the low single digits to like sixty, and like, and I'll oh, give no. you some because we've done some research. You know, we were like, well, that can't be. The guy was rocking a white mo haircut for like most of his life. Yeah.
1: Is that, I haven't looked at him in a while, but that could, that could be a piece. Go on.
0: He's born on the 4th of July, 1947. So he's 70.
1: Seven years old.
0: He's been married to Carolyn since 1974. That's 40. Uh,
1: he's been married for 40 years. So he, he's 70. He would have had to get all his fucking out or most of it before he turned 70, although he lives
0: in Hilton head now. Yeah. Um, but here's what, and so those are a lot of facts that could make the number. And I think it might've been a college sweetheart. So, I mean, could keep that number pretty low. Cause like, it's yeah. one thing when you're Patino yeah. and like you're winning games and stuff. And it's not like Patino is the best looking guy in the world, but when you're rocking a white Mo,
1: yeah, it's, it's tough.
0: not like, you know, the boosters really want to fuck you. So the, but what he has going for him was he was the captain of South Carolina's 1970 team that went 25 and three.
1: Well then, yeah, he got some and pussy there.
0: He's got a nickname, Cakes.
1: That's a good nickname. Uh, it,
0: so, and he was it, the Final Four coach with that Lethal Weapon three with Kenny Anderson, Brian Oliver, and Dennis Scott,
1: right? Um,
0: I still think I think he got a little bit in my my guess. No, my buddy no. says in the
1: forties. No, my guess is like four. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say under ten, fewer than ten. Yeah, he he was he was playing. For anyone
0: that's not familiar with him, just Google Bobby Cremens and you're gonna see a guy with like a you know Mo from the Three Stooges, like a white Mo haircut.
1: It's he's he's a real. It's tough to tell. Also, he's not a bad looking guy. He's got a little Phil Donahue going for him, um, right? When he's younger, but the hair—oh, that's um, Dean Smith there. Um, the hair looked more fake when he was younger. Like you show me a picture of him in 1986, and I'm I'm like, oh, that guy's wearing a wig. But like the the later pictures, it almost looks like real hair. It is so tough to tell. I'm gonna say, uh. See now, this pictures this picture's low res right here. So and and a lot of them aren't that big. He could be like you know that um, record producer Mutt Lang? Uh, yes, he's so he produced like ACDC and Def Leppard. Yeah, yeah. He was married to Shania Twain. Um, and then, but then he like took up with her best friend and then Shania Twain took up with the best friend's husband. They did like what those Yankees players did in the 70s. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they all swap a row. But what Mutt Lang does is he like is so – proprietary about his image is he buys the rights to every photograph of himself so that nothing goes up can be on the internet and if you look up mutt lang there's only a couple pictures of him on the internet there's just a couple really because he's doesn't like to be seen he's very reclusive um this bobby Kremens may be the same thing there's – he's just bought all the high-res images, so if you look, they're all very small pictures. This is fake hair. I'm going to go with this is a piece. Also, yes, he was – I mean, yeah, he was like playing hoop in the, I guess, early – or in the 60s. Yep. Yeah. This nobody was fucking the basketball team in the 60s.
0: That's true. It was uncool. Yes. Unless you were Bill Walton. You know, like he you was – really. Yeah.
1: he he was a nerd like that's you played basketball basketball at south carolina you were a nerd then he gets married at 30 and they were probably together a few years before that and he was like a graduate assistant probably like working his way up the coaching ranks i would be shocked i would take the under on nine and a half sex partners for yeah i'm so glad he said it
0: because we i mean 40 when i when i say we were going back and forth like I seriously think there were at least 50 texts about this subject.
1: There's there aren't we have a very vast audience we have and you wouldn't know it but from our iTunes reviews because about 2% of the people that listen weekly have reviewed us on iTunes. So you guys can go fuck yourselves just like the guys that gave one star reviews. But uh, <laughs> we have a pretty pretty diverse pretty large audience and I would say that there aren't I would say there aren't maybe five to 10% of our audience has boned more than 40 people in their lifetime. And I wouldn't put Bobby Kremens in that category. No chance. No chance. <laughs> if he like, I'd be pretty surprised if it got up to 11. Um, but I would set the number at nine and a half and that, that would get you uh, enough betting going both ways. But I would take the under, under on nine and a half Bobby <laughs> Kremens.
0: All right, thanks. Because yeah. uh, I just thought it was important, and uh, because we discussed that one, let's uh, see if anyone wants to weigh in. I will give a, a new subject for next week. Okay. How about Ed Begley Jr.?
1: Oh, oh, Ed Begley Jr.
0: J- no, don't well, sh- just let's sh- let's bring it up next week. Well, okay, okay. If people want to, if people want to weigh in, because that's a guy who's not—he's not Goldblum. He's—he's oh. not—he's not a sexual being. Oh. Mm-hmm. But well, he's famous. He's been famous mm-hmm. for like 40 years.
1: Yep. Used to, used to hang with Belushi back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Belushi companion back in the day. The mm-hmm. guy liked to have a good t- time. Now he's an environmentalist.
0: He's into green.
1: Yeah. He's also, he's great on whenever he shows up, he's on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Great. What I see him in recently where he just showed up? Because you always expect him to be himself. But You know, he's like plays a character and you're like, Oh wait. Yeah. He's not Ed Begley jr. Uh, hold on. I'm getting so many texts on the show. Oh, um, um, during the show, like people don't respect us. Um, I'm just going to say, hold on. I got to respond to this. Um, uh, because if I don't, there's things, we could edit this out, but I'll be too lazy. um, Okay, no, now I'm back. Now you have my full attention. Uh, have you been watching Westworld? You you gave no, up I, in the first season. I tapped out. God I, I saw it.
0: the first season to completion, and then I was like, N-. Oh my god, it is so bad.
1: Um, it's I have no clue what's going on, and it's and it's I'm a real victim of the Me Too movement because I'm I would say I'm I might be the main victim of the whole Me Too situation because I'm watching westworld there's been two episodes and i want to quit it so bad and i know it will be very liberating once i do but i, I feel like oh no it's gonna click and i'm really gonna like it it's kind of like when i forced my son to play baseball and he clearly was not into it uh i feel like it's uh, one day it's just gonna click but by my count this season through two episodes mm-hmm. we are at one dick and zero breasts whoa so far
0: that was like 90 percent of the reason to watch this show
1: exactly like tandy newton she's tearing it up she's like the main one of the main people on yeah, the show like also used to be fucking for season one she was naked in every episode
0: and see yeah, sit on a table naked she yeah. was naked all the time and
1: she's super hot she's got a great body and it's like i would not be bummed to see her naked again i'm not saying that
0: Donk. no
1: yeah yeah i know. I've already been donged once. I've seen one dong Fucking and bullshit. zero breasts. So that's bullshit. Uh, and another thing that happened to me, speaking of dongs, went, went away for the weekend, went out to the des with yeah. the sauce and we kind of rotate through a couple different hotels that we'll stay at out there. Like, you know, the, whoever's got – of of a few that we like, whoever's got the best deal at the time, that's what we'll, where we'll stay. And right. we we stayed at this kind of new, hip, like kind of cool – it's got like a reputation as being a cool hotel. And it was all right. Um, But so we were there Sunday, and we're sitting by the pool, and I knew they were having a DJ. And I'm like, well, all right. You know, it's not like my first choice, but it won't be that bad. And the DJ was kind of good. He was playing like – you know, like old school hip hop and r&b oh so he
0: wasn't he wasn't playing like techno no it DJ.
1: wasn't like avicii you know mm-hmm. it was like it was like very like set a good vibe for the pool area but i've noticed i was looking around and i'm like there are a lot of uh sp- sort of larger hairy gentlemen here bears yeah and there <laughs> there are some chicks but there's the chicks are very outnumbered, and then I noticed just like more gentlemen are showing up, in like
0: it's like a Schmidt's gay commercial,
1: right? In like um, like <laughs> women's gladiator sandals, and then like this whole a whole group of guys showed up and stripped down to speedos, and there was like seven oh. guys on rafts in speedos, and I'm like, wait, am I at a fucking gay pool? Like I didn't, I didn't. I didn't sign up for the gay package, you know, like I you know, I was cool with it. It was fine. Right. It just I w I wasn't prepared for it. There's, there's a certain a vibe. Shocking.
0: There's a certain vibe. And I've been in I've been in gay bars before and it's a more aggressive crowd. It's a lot there's a lot more uh yeah. forward actions going
1: on yeah and i think i might have like one uh one of them as i was walking to the bathroom like tried to strike up a conversation with me and I, i'll be honest like i wasn't bummed about it like i, I liked that i got a little attention out there sure, i liked that sure. i was sure. i was considered a, attractive enough to make conversation yeah, with be a real bummer like
0: nobody talked to you
1: yeah yeah or just like tur- like averted their gaze quickly or every every time i walked by or whispered So uh, I'll take that that I ended up at a gay bar or gay. One, one,
0: uh, one year I was down. It was like near, near New Year's. I was down to my buddy in DC's, uh, place. And there was a, uh, the Redskins were playing a game where if they won, they'd go to the playoffs. If they lost, they're out.
1: This must've been a long ass time ago.
0: (laughs) It was RG three's rookie year. Oh yeah. Uh And, i i said to my buddy hey can you just find a good like tell us find out what's a good uh bar for us to go do uh to watch this game it was like a night game and i was trying to watch the game and there was a dude just throwing napkins like balled up napkins and hitting me in the back of the head oh, and then he, pretending yeah. he didn't do it yeah. and i was like what the fuck is going on is somebody trying to fight me like i'm just watching a game like i didn't I didn't understand, and I don't. I'm not the type of person that really wants to be fighting. You know, no, some people like no. really are ready to go. Yeah, you're not and
1: aggressive just, I, in that. I was way. like,
0: buddy, what, what, what's going on? Like, what? And and he just like looks the other way. And, and I, oh, he was like, flirting. I didn't realize it, and then I look, and there's a plaque in the corner, and it said "Voted DC's Best Gay Bar." <laughs> <laughs> like. You know, 2006, and I was like, "You brought me to a fucking gay sports bar. Like, what? What?" <laughs> yeah. So, you know, listen, I, I want I want that guy to be flirting, but like, he was wasting his time flirting with me because I, you know, I'm just yeah, yeah, not, it's not not totally your bag, man. A sex. I know. So, I so yeah. At halftime, I got the fuck out of there.
1: Um. Yeah, that's probably a good move. <clears throat> okay, you ready to do some email? Let's do it. Okay. Distinguished gentlemen, are you like me? Do you wash your sheets immediately following a sex sesh? I prefer not to sleep on top of DNA stains. Thank you. That's from Brody in Cardiff by the sea. Uh, Ed, your thoughts there? You want to field that one?
0: Right after I've finished having sex, I mean, it's mostly – Later in the evening,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: The last, the last thing on my mind is just doing laundry. No, that's a next, that's a next yeah. day event for me.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I just don't.
0: I'm, I'm not like, hey, all right, now that I'm finished with that, let me go, let me go throw this in the. Like I, I, that's when I'm m- my most relaxed. At that point, I just want to
1: continue. I, um, I was thinking about this, and I think most of my intercourse happens like on top of the comforter. These days, it just seems to work out that way. Mm. Um, but I also, I wouldn't say that it's an especially messy affair, typically. Right. I don't know. I just, maybe if it was going to be, it would put something down. Um, and I, I would say that to Brody. I, Brody sounds like he's having, he's either got a an undiagnosed or maybe diagnosed <laughs> case of OCD. Where he's just really freaking out, like he's he's doing the the door handle with his elbow, and he's, yeah, he's
0: like John Lennon in the late seventies.
1: Yeah, he's like he's like tiptoeing everywhere, and he can't touch it, anything. And before he walks in the house, the he's got
0: touching yeah, doorknobs.
1: Yeah, he's got to turn the key three times and touch his forehead to the to the uh, door jam before he can walk in, and he's got all sorts of rituals. But also, but maybe he's just like doing such serious work that his, his partner, cause it's it's typically water sports, right? It's typically the partner that she, that maybe his partners, maybe he's a real fuck machine like Bobby Cremins. And he, the, the Niagara Falls is just opening up, during his sessions, in which case I would say it's pro- probably, I would prepare beforehand, maybe just put a towel down or something, just to, because changing the sheets is a bitch.
0: Yeah. I mean, just getting all four corners down. Oh, it's, my God. It's, it's just too much work after you've done something joyous yes. and, and you, athletic.
1: You're tired after usually. Yeah, you just kind of want to chill.
0: You want to chill.
1: Also, that last corner is never right. You, just, no, just you can never get it sort of there, down, but yeah. it's never
0: like clean. You got three clean corners and one garbage corner. Ah, the
1: fitted sheet is bullshit. Uh, but good for you, Brody. Hey, yeah. ED and Brian. How much do you think it takes for Dan Bilzerian to get a boner these days? He's constantly surrounded by hot Instagram skanks. Dude's prostate must be worn out. Thank you. That's from Drew in Los Angeles. And when I got this email, I thought about. I thought to myself, I thought, Dan Bilzerian – Might be the type of pop culture celebrity, new era celebrity that Ed Daly is not aware of. (laughs) So I ask you, Ed, are you familiar with Dan Bilzerian? (laughs) I have no
0: idea who Dan Bilzerian is. I knew it. I knew it.
1: Um, Dan Bilzerian is this like. I
0: saw this question and I was going to Google it and I was like, you know what? I should just answer truthfully. I have no idea who he is. He's the
1: worst. He's this like Instagram douche. And he's like, you know, he's like in pretty good shape. He's got a big beard and he's got this whole like made up backstory. That's all bullshit that he's like got rich playing poker or something. But really his dad was like some kind of like shyster mortgage company guy. And he inherited a whole bunch of money. And his whole, he's got this real curated Instagram life where he's always like with tons of um, women and he's all, and he's like shooting guns, and he's driving a Lamborghini, and jumping out of planes. Uh, and, you
0: know what? I kind of do remember. He, yeah, he's like a guy who like will show off his his yeah. arsenal of guns yeah. with a, like a bikini chick. Yeah, I've seen this guy.
1: Lots before. of guns and like just just excess, and he's just really living the life. And uh, I mean, a, any guy with lots of dough. Is probably getting a fair amount of pussy. I would say that the that the life he curates for himself via his Instagram feed is probably not the not what you're not what actually happens in his life, but maybe, maybe it's close to it. Um, I don't I I am not a fan of the guy. I'm not a fan of anybody that postures like that. It's just nah. inauthentic. Um, okay, here's another one. Hi, amigos. Long time, no email. Hey, quick question. When was your last wet dream? There's a theme here. (laughs) A few months ago when I woke up, I expected to have to change my chonies, but was dry. It made me wonder, how old is too old to have one? Sometimes it might be more convenient to knock it out that way. Anyway, just needed to get this on paper as it was top of the mind. Salud, John and Fullerton but really in Huntington Beach. Okay, thank you for that, John. Ed Daly, do you recall your last wet wet dream, nocturnal emission? I
0: I think I've said this before. I have never had a nocturnal emission. Like, I was petrified because you read about it in the health books and stuff. Like, I was afraid, you know, back when my mom was washing the sheets that it would happen. Yeah, I never had one. I've never had one either. I've never had a wet dream in my life. I mean, I guess it's because, I. I mean, I was frequently making sure that there wasn't much left in the tank.
1: That's what it is. That's what it is. You know, the only time you have one is when you have an overabundance, when the, when the pipes have not been cleared out in the cabin since the winter. You it just, it sometimes they burst, they burst forth. Um, it's never happened to me. I've been, I've been clearing the pipes pretty regularly, uh, yeah. For a pretty long time, I've never nocturnally emitted. Um, but you would read
0: about it, and they're like, yeah, "It's okay if it so happens." To me.
1: Yeah,
0: it's okay if it happens. You know, it happens to everybody, and then it never happened to me. I was concerned yeah. for a while, and
1: I definitely have had sex dreams. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. I'll still have a, an occasional sex dream, but, uh, but no, it's never. Never no, finished.
1: No, same here. So good for you, John. Uh, Brian, easy, ed, daily, fancy. Just wanted to thank you for doing the great job that you do. Brian, despite your inexplicable love for rings, flip-flops, all things snake-related, and despite <laughs> trying to justify microwaving FISH, all caps, <laughs> At his place of work, I need to tell you that you are the star of the show and you bring it all together. Where's this going? I'm waiting for him to make fun of me. Please, please continue bringing us hilarity as the loud coming show of record. (laughs) That is from Toe Cutter. Hashtag current episode. Hashtag loud comer. Oh. Toe Cutter wants us to know. Toe Cutter.
0: He he does love his his loud coming segments.
1: Wow. Uh, well, I, I appreciate that compliment. Thank you very much. But there's, there's two other people here, Toe Cutter. I guess, I guess typically he has nice things to say about you guys, and he doesn't usually about me. So maybe he just wanted to like throw me a courtesy, a, a, a mercy email. He's a,
3: he's a good man. Yeah.
1: Uh, I appreciate a, that. I appreciate everybody that reaches out and wants to be a part of our world. So everyone. Feel free. Continue. Ask us all your wet dream questions. The volume of, of your comes a lot of,
0: a lot of mess related questions.
1: Really? Yeah, a lot of and, and a, a specific kind of mess. <laughs> Slippery mess. Yeah, no. <laughs> very viscous mess. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Ed. What is going on in the world? This is a sports show. You know what's? You know what I was watching this weekend. Um, while we're away while i was uh, while i was waiting for my betrothed to prepare for dinner i was watching the predators and jets Mm. overtime game and man was it fantastic so good nhl playoffs so good and there's lots of good stuff happening in the nhl playoffs that i'm i might not already know about right ed
0: yeah, I, I mean, I, I have no idea. I know Vegas is doing really
1: well. Yeah, there, so there's something you can do in the playoffs. And what you can do is you can ride a hot goaltender. You may have heard that before. Right. And Vegas, while really good, have they've got a lot of skaters. They put a lot of pressure in the offensive end. They can do that. Because their netminder, Mark andre Fleury, is, and he's got some cups from his time with the Pittsburgh Penguins, he is legitimately out of his fucking mind on absolute fire right now, and he could take them all the way to the cup. Uh, but what else is going on in the NHL playoffs, set?
0: Well, I guess the Bruins are playing the Maple Leafs.
1: Bruins? Well, they just – nope. They closed out the Leafs. So that was oh, a round did. one so this, thing.
0: Okay. So and during was, round one.
1: It was almost one of the great uh, – one of the things we always hope for, and that is a um, sports a, – a epic sports fail for the Boston area and the Boston fans because they were up 3-1 uh. against the Leafs and ended up having to salvage the series in a game seven because the Leafs came back and won two in a row to to force a game seven, but the Bruins moved on. I'm basically, this is basically like an NHL puck podcast now. Ask me any, hey, any yeah, hockey questions. Hockey. Yeah.
0: Forget Gordie Howe, you're Mr. Hockey. No, now.
1: I am. I basically am. Um,
0: well, according to ESPN, uh, during that series, the NHL called up the Bruins to let them know that Brad Marchand should not be licking or nuzzling his opponents. Wow. wow. In, in game one of that series, Marchand got very close to Maple Leafs forward Leo Komar- Komarov yeah. and nuzzled him. I thought he wanted to cuddle. I just wanted to... Cl- to get close to him, Marchand told reporters after the game, "He keeps trying to get close to me. I don't know if he's got a thing for me or what. He's cute." <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now, Brian, on a scale of one to ten, how surprised are you to find a beloved Boston area athlete to be an asshole? Oh,
1: well, normally, this like I don't like agitators um just sean
0: what was his name sean. avery avery was the ultimate agitator he was,
1: he was but i liked him because he was on the kings or at least he started oh, he his was career. a Ranger
0: for, for a little while too right
1: he started his career on the kings and he was he was an agitator the um the ducks have a guy like this called cory perry that's just a fucking just a dick and but he's an agitator and he's good it, but normally I don't like it. I don't like guys that like come over and like, um, you know, s- they're, they're in the penalty box. And when you skate by, they squirt you with the water bottle or, um, you know, they always, they're always like coming over and like untucking your jersey or, you know, just being, being a fucking asshole. But I will say, and of course, I, I'm not, I'm not never going to, you're never going to find me supporting any kind of Boston sports franchise think we can all that's a universal truth but i will say this i mean i find this kind of funny like he's he's like skating up to guys and like kissing him on the cheek and stuff like
0: yeah they said he had done this to the guy already yeah, like during like the year it. he kissed him on the yes. cheek
1: it's like a reverse psychology because everybody's like had somebody come up and like, you know, kind of fucking sucker punch you in the gut or something like hockey's a rough game. And these guys are fucking animals out there. Like there's you do not want you can't turn your back on these guys. You got to keep your head on a swivel because they will fucking carve you up. But this guy's flipped it where he comes over. And he <laughs> does he does something loving to his enemies. Nuzzle. And that, I feel like that could really fuck up their mental game. Now that they're on to the second round against... No, I don't recall who they're playing in the second round.
0: Yeah, well, the game I'm watching right now is the Caps versus Penguins. And right. they just showed in the Pittsburgh crowd two of the Hanson brothers.
1: Oh, yeah. Those guys are still around. They're not aging so well. well then they- again,
0: like, you know... Their starting point wasn't so great.
1: I mean, that movie is from like what? 1970.
0: No, I would say probably 80, right? 80. Really?
1: It's a great movie. I mean, (laughs) it is. It's one of it's, I think people forget when they talk about like the best sports movies of all time. Um, Paul Newman is just just the best. So good. The, the little French guy that played the goalie 1977. You were closer than I was. um, yeah. you'd win. Prices right rules slap. <laughs> That's true. You went over. Uh, what else is going on in sports? Ed.
0: All right. So five women: Sandra Thompson, who's fifty years old; Mineka Oho; Sandra Harrison; Caroline Dow; and Karen Crosby had a ten oh eight tee time at the Grandview Golf Course in York, Pennsylvania, but were delayed for an hour because of frost on the course.
1: Oh, uh, frost delay. I uh, I heard those were only. I've only heard of those. A lot of times people that I know that like to play golf, they will at the end of the round be like, Let's get some beers. I'm gonna call the wife and tell her there was a frost delay. And I'll be like, <laughs> The fuck is that? It was seventy degrees. And he's like, No, it happens all we started early. You know, if there's frost on the course, they won't let you play. And I I thought I never I've never actually witnessed a frost delay. I thought they were just made up, so you didn't have to go home to your wife, but apparently not.
0: Wow. The, yeah it sounds like it really was a thing yeah. and this was their first time playing on the course under the new discounted membership mm-hmm. and the course was packed now steve Cronister, whose son jordan and daughter-in-law jj owned the golf course told the women they were not they were moving too slow on the course clubs oh they were not keeping a quick enough pace the club offered to refund their memberships and called 911 twice on the women who <laughs> refused to leave. Yes. Now, maybe this is the point in the story where I should mention these were black women.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: And the, uh, the black women were getting the Starbucks treatment. The story went national, and now yeah. politicians are all over it. So, Brian, two questions. Why didn't they just ask to play through if they were going so slow? Right. And also, yeah, the police shouldn't have been called, but. Why were there five golfers in this foursome?
1: Well, that's, there's two things there. There's two things. So one, initially I heard the story and I was like, well, there's nothing worse than somebody that's playing real slow in front of you. And usually the marshal will come over and it sounds like this old guy whose children own the course was the marshal out there. And they'll nudge you. Hey, can you pick it up? Or they'll even be like, "Hey, let's. Can you let this group behind you play through, or whatever?" They're, but they will. They will let you know that you need to play more quickly. And yeah. and sometimes then sometimes that you know people don't agree or whatever. Um, they'll have to um, you know they'll have to, to be more forceful about it and, and to the point where I'm sure people have been asked to leave the course before. I don't know why police would ever need to be called, but.
0: Police were called because they're black, for sure.
1: Secondly, you can't get too pissed about people playing slow when you let them go out with five golfers. Right? That's too many. That's you, that's you're asking for people to play slow, and you get you get five golfers behind five golfers behind five golfers, and you sl- the whole course is, ends up being fucked. So. Um, fuck this course. I don't, you know, I don't know how much it had to do with them being black, but I don't, I don't think the police would ever need to be called to it. This is a civil.
0: If s- if it was five situation. 50 year old white women, the police are never showing up. Probably not. No. But, but, uh, black people but yeah. are scary. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, that's where you just say sorry, until you, pay, you shave this group down or you split yeah. up. Yep. Yeah. Five are not teeing off right now.
1: No, you can't. If you're gonna let people go out, if you're gonna allow five sums on your course, you're gonna you're gonna experience slow play. And I'm sure they were playing slow, but they're women also. Women tend to play slower than men. They talk more. It's just a, a thing. Chats. Yeah, they're very chatty. Uh, okay, what else is going on? It.
0: All right, uh, I'll just give you the quick one because we're we're starting to go on uh, during TNC's Inside the NBA this past week, Shaq made the argument that if you've got an $80 ca- tank of gas, it's cheaper to drain h- half your tank off, then put in only $20, and that yeah. eventually it won't cost as much. Wow. Now, Brian, what? first <laughs> question is, does Shaq drive an 18-wheeler with his $80 tank of gas? Yes. And two, why do people still like and employ Shaq to talk? <laughs> he's he's so dumb. So um, dumb
1: but he's so wait.
0: like unfunny. Like, he's he's... Dramatically unfunny. I
1: don't. I don't explain to me his logic again because I don't understand. He
0: thinks it burns off less. Like the, the, I guess the start of the tank burns off quicker. So if you just constantly put in, you oh, chip yeah. away and just keep putting in twenty, it'll yeah. go slower.
1: Yeah. That. I mean,
0: why does he think it? Because he's real fucking dumb. That's, that's real
1: dumb. That's like that's like some bro science there. Well, I I do recall. You know, as an early driver, that it was just assumed that the first half of the tank burned off slower than, this, than the second half of the tank. So once you got down to half a tank, you would go much more quickly from half a tank to an empty tank than mm-hmm. you would have from a full tank to a half tank. And of course, the car just burns gas. How you drive it, like if exactly just, you know if you always drive the same way, it's always going to burn it at the same rate. And also, although
0: I will say the phone battery, <laughs> when you get under true. that twenty percent, it's at like eight percent. You got
3: no go to that, you gotta go that.
1: You got to go that low power mode. Yeah. Um, Also, it's it's weird that Shack, who career earnings has to be in the two hundred millions, um. Would be so worried about saving a few bucks on a tank of gas.
0: Yeah, Brian Gumble just did the whole that that show did the whole thing on how much money he makes.
1: Shaq? was it? Was it the
0: Brian Gumble show? It's Real Sports. I didn't see I it. Thought, I thought they did a thing like as a businessman. Yeah, I think I think it was that awful guy Bernie. The guy looks like a rat.
1: Yeah, Bernie Goldberg.
0: He's the worst because he asked the same question. Like somebody says, like. I didn't even see it. He'd be like, you didn't even see it? Yeah. No, he just said, fucking, I didn't see it. Why are yeah. you asking him the same question again? Really annoying.
1: Um, yeah, he's, he's my least favorite on that show. Um, Shaq has made some savvy business deals. Like, insane amount of money. I think he um, gets a piece of the company in exchange for his endorsement. And that ends up being very lucrative. So he's like, hey, you don't have to pay me my usual number on the front end. You know, you don't have to get me on my quote, but you're going to give me equity in the company and I'll agree to do commercials for X amount of time. So he does like general car insurance. And you're like, wow, that's
0: a stupid cartoon. That's a
1: fucking low rent ad why is he doing that well cuz car insurance is big fucking money and they probably gave him a sizable chunk of the company to endorse it and i think the same thing with like icy hot i don't i don't know if this was explained or discussed on real time but it's my understanding
0: no, i fast forwarded the story after about a minute but yeah he that's... gets
1: a taste kind of like um eat uh uh fifty cent and no, vitamin Water. water. Yeah. He got like 10% or something ridiculous. And then the company sold for a billion dollars.
0: Yeah. That's a good uh, gig. A good gig. Yeah, no? That is a pretty good. I mean, how about all the guys who got in on Google? A lot of athletes were, were part of the like venture capitalists. Like, yeah. Would you just have that kind of money? Yeah. Like LeBron people, people or, United, let you know, maybe, maybe Shaq was in on Google. Like, like, they just they just say hey you know you want to just take a couple flyers on some of these up and coming companies and when one turns out to be Google, that's worth more than your fucking playing career.
1: I it's my understanding that um, Nas Nasty Nas has yeah. been extremely successful in that investing in startups like that's his mm. game.
0: I read some unfortunate news about Nas. You no,
1: know, he he likes to uh, he likes to tune them up.
0: Yeah, his I, women. But I, I'm kind of proud of myself. Aside from, aside from like Mel Gibson, I can separate the art and the person.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, there are some people that I am so such a fan of that I wonder if like a if like a Bill Cosby situation happened and it was Willie Nelson who I just you know yeah is that like would be America's it, dad I, today's birthday yesterday it was. In the last couple of days, yeah, I think it was this weekend. I think it was like on Saturday, and uh, and you know, like if I found out something like that about Willie Nelson, I would be like super bummed. And one of my other heroes, John McEnroe, his well, fir- we
0: know he tuned up Tatum O'Neill. Well, we
1: don't know that. We know that she says that. Right? Yeah, but I mean, but then he she's says crazy. like, "Well, she's those nuts. were
0: some crazy." But he also yeah. says those were some crazy years with cocaine, right. like <laughs> you dear. know. Yeah, you know, when you say you can't remember, anytime people can't remember things, like yeah, you kind of know the general framework. Like yeah. I, I love that. I uh, the Joy Reid defense that she like she had a blog. This is a what is she
1: CNN and she's M- she's MSNBC,
0: but she's been like you know a real crusader for women and yeah. stuff like that, and she's, then- <laughs> she's
1: a very well prepared interviewer she's, yeah, she's very she's very intelligent a good study
0: but then somebody found her like really you know over the top anti-gay blog and she's she's like oh, i must have been hacked well first of all that's that's just not gonna work and then she's like well it's not the the person i am i i don't even remember this and it's like you wrote this six years ago and you wrote like you know in full sentences six years ago you wrote a blog and you can't remember of course you can right when people say they can't remember, bullshit.
1: You um, always remember.
0: Yeah. You remember yourself. You I, might not remember something somebody said to you six years
1: ago. Well, you always remember yourself. How about that? What about that um, That quarterback that just got drafted? Josh oh, Allen.
0: Josh Allen. And he was he, – I mean, he's like – it was a long time ago. I mean, it was like six, seven years ago. You're dropping N-bombs and saying – it? If it ain't white, it ain't right. And they're like, well, that's not the Josh Allen we know. Oh, what, a fucking Wyoming quarterback? Some grit from Mike Wyoming? Yeah, yeah, that is the guy.
1: Um, Yeah. That... But now
0: he's Buffalo Bill, so it'll be all right.
1: But how do you not, like, if you delete tweets, is, like, the whole internet saved somewhere? Like, if you know. No, but,
0: like, they discovered this in January, and, like. I' had been hearing about this guy because it was like, this guy might be the number one pick, and he's from Wyoming. You'd been hearing about him for two years. So like nobody I mean, especially when he got an agent, which he had an agent last year like
1: right, that will they go through and get rid of that stuff, They, they have a team that does that's that.
0: The whole, that's their whole purpose. But I, to like clean up their guy.
1: But I wonder if somebody like discovers it, and then they wait, they hold it till they need it.
0: Yeah, like maybe the Bills waited so they could get him at pick number seven.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. Like they dropped, they drop the info when they need it, and then uh, you know, so that so then it's more or or some reporter that needs a scoop is like, well, I'll hold on to this. Hopefully, no one else will find it, and then I get more page views if I do it right before the draft.
0: Uh, well, the good thing for him is. I mean, he's going to be an NFL quarterback, so like, he probably won't be around any black people, so that will never be uncomfortable in
1: the locker room. Yeah, exactly. Well, he'll, and he's expected to be the quarterback, so hopefully, he can make some amends before the season <laughs> starts. Um, speaking of people that have regrets, there. So some some friends of mine call. are away they're like uh, across the country attending a wedding and they get a call from their kids and it's like four o'clock in the morning wherever they are they're in New York and their kids they live up north in the Bay Area and their kids are like "Um, dad don't freak out but something's wrong with the dog and he's like okay What's, you know, he starts asking questions. What's going on? Did you get into something? What's the dog doing? Well, he's just like not, um, he's like fine, but he's just like not really moving. And he's, but his eyes are open. He's he's panting. We're not sure. Well, through (laughs) some more questions, they find out that the kids... Had made a special batch of brownies while the parents were away, mm. and the dog had gotten into those brownies and gotten himself a little sick. Everyone turned out okay, but apparently the um that even they the pan that was used to make the brownies was <laughs> what even have been washed, been through the dishwasher. And then was used again to make some cookies and just the pan. Wow. Had become so coated with oil, but with weed oil that an- another batch of cookies got people insanely high. So they had, they had to, they even, <laughs> they had to get rid of the pan. Uh, I wonder if that same, that same feeling of regret that my friend's daughters had came over the 74 year old church elder who accidentally got several congregants starting at age 12 all the way up to age 70 they all had to go to the emergency room because um he fed them pot cookies uh You never know what you'll get when you go to church. Enlightenment? Maybe a sense of community and friendship? Perhaps stoned out of your gourd? Apparently that can happen too. At least that was the case for six congregation members at the St. John's Apostle Catholic Church in Bloomington, Indiana last year. The six thought they were indulging in some sinfully delicious cookies. As it turned out, they were correct. A 70-year-old parishioner, identified only as Mr. Jones, is now accused of lacing the cookies with THC. It's pretty fucked up. Several congregants, aged 12 to 70, ended up in the local emergency room on that faithful day, complaining of adverse effects from the cookies, which they reported as tasting unusually salty. Mr. Jones initially admitted to making the cookies, but denied adding an illegal substance to them. Then the police obtained a warrant to search his home and found an orange pill bottle containing capsules of a Brown oily substance, which later tested positive for marijuana. The gentleman Baker turned himself in after a warrant for his arrest was issued. He's been charged with criminal recklessness and possession of hash oil. Um, Ed, I, I would say, well, you know, I'd make a joke or something that maybe this is the victim victimless crime. But I might have to add this to my list of acceptable reasons for the death penalty because there's nothing fucking worse than being high when you do not, under any circumstances, want to be high. That's true. It's the and worst it also, feeling in the world.
0: It's not – yeah, it's not a good feeling because – like, you got to get yourself in the proper mindset <laughs> when shit is just starting to fall apart on you mentally. Like, it's worrisome. So you, you get paranoid. Um, I would, the thing that surprises me is, they said, how, like, how many? You said age 12 to 70. Like, doesn't anybody notice? Because I've had, you know, a handful of different edibles they all taste like edibles. Like, it's not like you're like, Oh, this is the sugar is a little bit different. Like you're tasting weed. I've never, as it, no matter what people say, Oh, you can't taste it. I've always tasted it. Brownies and stuff.
1: Um, yeah. Oh, no, it, it does taste a little bit like weed, but if you're 12, <laughs>
0: you're 12, you don't know. Um, right. But yeah, the, the other thing is, Oh, wait, I lost my train of thought. Um, the guy's seventy four. Like, obviously, he he fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel because I don't like. I mean, this this plays into my whole narrative that absolutely no baked goods. I don't. I don't want to eat people's baked goods unless I really know who they are and what they're up to. I'll go to like a dinner party and I know that they're making dinner. That's that's fine. But I don't. If somebody brings in a tray of brownies, no. Like, you know, at the, at the school, my kid's school, I'm not touching those fucking things.
1: No, definitely not. And I was at a party once because weed is so prevalent now. I was at a party not that long ago and there was like food put out and I heard <laughs> I heard somebody showed up and they were like, they were like reaching for a cookie or something. And then they're like, Hey, wait, is there weed in this? <laughs> and it was like, not that kind of party, but it was just funny that we're, we've reached it's a on the table at any point that needs to be asked. Uh, Ed, I need an aside here, because I just made the mistake of checking my Twitter okay. during the show, which I never do. And I'm, somebody's saying something that I don't understand, and but I, I I'm, feeling I'm having a rage response. <clears throat> OK: So that remember I said Dean was asking if we were recording it. Our very own writes a bill. Was wonderful at making parody songs on this show, I should say. Right. He said, he responded to Dean, I hear those abortion jokes are straight fire these days. Working those in this week. Have what we done any abortion related humor on the show? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's part of my comedy. I don't. I feel like some. I can't tell. I can never is tell. There, if is there? Is there? I mean, he, or not?
0: Well, I mean, he's he's always with the failed sass. So, I, I, don't, I don't. I
1: don't.
0: I don't remember joking. I mean, like, I don't even. Not even jokes. I don't remember like stating positions on abortion. I mean, I. I think you can all guess what my position is, but, but I've, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the show.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if I did make a joke, it was fucking hilarious. But I don't, uh, I'm just going to respond. No clue what you are talking about, Snowflake. But feel free to eat my ass. (laughs) Fuck off. I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's trying to be funny. I don't know what's going on. But I don't give a fuck. You know, go fuck yourself. Suck
0: my I dick. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I could give a shit.
1: Um, okay. Back to the show. Oh, a lot of people hit I'll us say up. I'll tell
0: you what, that yeah. was an abortion of a joke.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do. I do.
1: Um a lot of people hit me up with this and I realize it's an older story, but I thought we should discuss it with you because you used to work on Wall Street. Okay. Masturbating at work is a doctor approved stress reliever, Ed? Should masturbation breaks become the new smoke breaks? Yes, according to some psychologists. Mark Sargent, a senior lecturer in psychology at Nottingham Trent University, oh, sounds like it's in England. Told Metro, some website, that a masturbation break would be very effective at work and a great way to relieve tension and stress. I feel like they would have this at Google. Psychologist and life coach Dr. Cliff Arnall agreed. I would expect a masturbation policy to result in more focus, less aggression, higher productivity, and more smiling. Certainly taking a masturbation break for boredom or an escape would increase work focus. I like this sort of outside of the box thinking, Ed. <laughs> Sergeant and Arnold's su- supposition came after a recent survey by Time Out New York. Isn't that that like magazine that always puts Howard Stern on the cover so that he'll talk to them. Found, uh, found <laughs> 39- 39.
0: Out New York's a great magazine. Oh, it is. Is it, it like just, a- and there's a Time Out London. I'm surprised there's not like a, la one or whatever it it just tells you like everything going on in the city like for that week so you know if there's anything from concerts to restaurant deals or something it's like a like a tv guide for what's happening in new york city it's a good it's a good oh it's a good uh magazine
3: well
1: they did well they did a poll 39% of male readers reported masturbating in the office after an earlier poll by Glamour put that figure at 31% of workers. According to Arnold, however, masturbation breaks shouldn't be driven by lust or fantasizing about a colleague as this would likely result in cognitive impairment. Such breaks should only be taken if they're motivated by a genuine desire for stress relief. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the point. So, Ed, I saw Wolf of Wall Street and Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. He had some very good advice about this. Of course, he was also like, you should do a couple lines of blow along with your martinis at lunch. But also, you should crank it out like a few times a day at the office, which seems... Excessive. Um, Did you get such advice when you were in the bond slinging game?
0: (laughs) Uh, I did. When that movie came out, I googled like all these guys. I mean, I'd heard the name Jordan Belfort, um, but that guy, his mentor, the McConaughey character. Yes, there was like a YouTube clip of him being interviewed when that movie came out, and he said, like. Yeah, that was about 95% true, the scenes that I was portrayed. Like, he was fully admitting that that was what happened.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, I love that. I, he owns I, it, just like all I, these yeah. guys that jerk it at work in this article.
0: It It is crazy to me because work, I don't know. It's just, I know. It's the least sexy environment. Now, a couple of years ago, we talked about it, and one of us admitted to one time taking care of business at work. And it wasn't me. Is that true? Yeah. You said maybe people had left the office oh, and you're upstairs or something. That is true.
1: You that, had, that, that is true. I was very. I've never
0: even contemplated jerking off. Hold
1: on. Of hold on. I was very hungover. And the, the entire office had left for the day and we had a loft. And I had gone.
0: But if somebody comes back,
1: no one did they were all gone. They were all gone away at meetings and they weren't coming back and they all lived very far away. I worked in a small office and I went upstairs to the loft area. (laughs) And I remember, um, I was just sitting there working on my laptop and somebody had emailed, I think it was right around the time that, um, that Paris Hilton, like in the dark night vision, sex tape came out and someone right. had like sent me a link to it and I was like I like kind of watched it and I, it's like I was very hungover and it sent me it started to spiral a little bit I'll admit right <laughs> and I did I've, I've I finished I took care of myself I needed some self-soothing at that point it was medicinal but thankfully that's the only time it's ever happened. And I was a much younger person at the time. And if I was, if I was quizzed in by time out in New York, I would definitely say no, I never have because I blocked it out of my mind until you just reminded me right now, which was very fucked up of you. How do you even remember <laughs> that? I can't believe I said that. And on also, the, show.
0: the only place, the only place you can, you can jerk off is the men's room. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are like,
1: I even wasn't in the like mens like room. I was in the loft.
0: office. Yeah. Is disgusting. Yeah, super gross. Like, well, people yeah. people just shitting their brains out like it, piss everywhere, pubes like even like a men's room that like I feel like it it was cleaned twice a day the the one I worked at most recently and it was still disgusting. Like by 7:30 there had been like eight people who had shit it up.
1: Yeah. So oh yeah. As soon as you get there, it's a it's a fucking line of dudes going in there to just fire one off. Speaking of that, speaking of, let's let's class this place up yeah, a little bit. Joining us now is everyone's favorite pop culture correspondent. I'm just going to help her by pushing the mic a little bit closer to her right now. She's just had a birthday. I hope everyone wishes her a happy birthday on the Twitter machine. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking happy about happy 25th. Of course, I'm talking about our very Thanks, own Dad. Fancy Sauce. <laughs> How are you today, Fancy?
2: I'm doing well. How are you guys?
1: Good. I'm doing well. Good. Do you recall so- me me doing any abortion-related comedy on the show last week? Because I mean, I've been not, accused of it.
2: Not in my segment.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Did, did he accuse me? Maybe he was accusing me, which yeah. I certainly don't remember well, doing. Ev-
1: everything we do in the show is in good taste, so um, um, maybe he was kidding.
0: Uh, so, what was it like with Brian at the uh, the gay pool oh, situation?
1: I told I told Ed how we randomly encountered a gay pool.
2: But <laughs> at our hotel, you mean? Yes, it did get very gay. It got very gay. Yeah. There was a lot of dudes it was in like speedos. That one group of like six of them.
1: Yes. and All then,
2: like twinks and speedos but were, floating around. Oh, I was hearing in bears. T- no,
1: there were also well, bears. there were bears as well. Yeah. Not in the pool. Yeah. The bears the pool were scene. adjacent well, then to then a pool.
0: sandwich shows up and everybody's all about it.
1: Right. One of them, one of them said hi to me. A bear. A bear. Yeah. <laughs> but like a muscle bear.
2: He wanted to know where you got your hat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They like my style. <laughs> um, yeah. He was a muscle bear. Yeah. And he they like me because I'm smooth. Like that is uh, I he think liked that's your fanny
0: thing. pack and wanted to pack your fanny.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> it was an interesting scene of the full. There was like that Unibomber guy that showed up with uh, the wraparound glasses, yes, a full beard.
0: Yes. By the way, remember this- t- Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep going.
2: He had shorts and a t-shirt and shoes on, but like those sock shoes. Yes. And then he kind of posted well, up socks. on a he posted up on a chair in that outfit with the shoes on by the pool. And then at one point he took his shirt off, but left his shorts and shoes on and then just sat there topless kind of just scoping everyone out. And I couldn't tell if he was what his deal was.
1: I, and I was a little drunk, but I announced he definitely looked like he could have been a mass murderer. And I announced to Kate, she's like, we, okay, we need an exit strategy in case that guy comes back with a gun. And he's
0: ready to murder. And
1: I, i would had a few drinks and I said, Oh no, he comes back with a gun. I'm going right at him.
2: I just reported um, our security guard at at work to HR. Shut because up. After our security guard, I'm not trying to stereotype. It's not well, that he's no. like a 27 no. year old maybe white guy with a gun he, who yeah. does this weird patrol, even though he doesn't have to at, at five he's, o'clock when he well, starts.
1: He's helping but out. He
2: walks around, but he he walks he's, through he's the like,
1: office. He's like yeah, Richard Jewell. He looks yeah. shady.
2: Yeah. He has shady energy. Is innocent. and also. But that's what I'm saying. He's also, fitting a he's profile of a, a vape like, pen yeah. and vaping oh, he's while va- he's walking he's, around. He's
1: vaping indoors. Yeah,
2: well, I you just, should call him for that. I'm not into the whole thing.
1: So I have to, I have I have a few different gigs going, and one of the, one of my gigs, I got to go to this uh, building, and I have to I like go and do these seminars to expand my knowledge base, and I go to and this is a big company like one like Fortune 10 company and i go there and the doors always locked i get it for security reasons but it's a big building you can't just walk into the lobby for whatever reason they're very safe about it so you go you come up to the lobby door and the security guard opens the door and the security Guard. This is like where everyone comes to the building. So if you have, like, I have business there. I'm, I'm meant to be there. People are expecting me. And I walk up and you like ring the bell or whatever. And the security guard like kind of cracks the door open about four inches and then kind of looks at you and either says nothing or goes, what? <laughs> and I'm like, this is how. This is how you fucking right. greet the public. This is the face of your business. And this is like, this is what he did. And I have a buddy that also goes there and I'm like, Hey, you ever notice that? And he's like, yeah, those guys are all fucking dicks. And it's all, it's like three different people that rotate through and they're all just supremely fucking pissed off that they have to open the door for you. But so the job is to open the door for you.
0: So they're acting like the, uh, the guys working in security, checking your receipts at Best Buy.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. But worse. Right? Like with their yes.
0: with their highlighters.
1: Yes, totally. And this this one in particular that's been there the last couple of times, he's he even made some comments. He's like, I can't believe they're making me work on my on my Friday, and it was like a Tuesday or whatever. And then I see him go back and he's got an open diet coke and he's got an iPad that appears to have like some sort of farmville or like clash of clans or some type of popular app based game going on it <laughs> that I interrupted. Uh, okay, quickly, let's do some email before we get into the pop <laughs> yeah. culture segment of the show. Let's do it. Gentlemen, I'm a fan. So
2: oh, This one's not for me.
1: I'd like to post an Apple or iTunes review, but at this point, I'm afraid I would be solely concentrating on the bullying of fancy sauce and oh. the fact that Edward seems to be in Afghanistan on some sort of satellite <laughs> delay. Is that
0: every week or just No,
1: it's just it's Skype, you know? It's like
2: I'm it doing the best I can. Week.
1: Yeah, we're not I feel it, I'm, I'm responding fault. at a at a right. regular It's not
2: your fault we're, it, we're, It's just Skype. We're There's not, not in the,
1: the same sometimes. room. It's, you know, it's not the ideal situation, but it, We've never even met. We've never even met, you know? We ha- but <laughs> There was
0: there was an <laughs> outside chance we were going to meet this year, but no, it's It's not, not going to happen.
1: happen. <laughs> Ed's Ed's coming to California at the exact same time. I will be right
0: where Brian lives, but it will be like four days after he left the country. Yeah,
1: and I won't be here. Um, So I'm sorry. I wish we could do that better. Brian and Kate live.
0: Obviously, I'd rather meet Kate
1: than Brian. Right, of course. (laughs)
2: Obviously. Um,
1: Why at the end of the podcast does Brian continually say, is that all, Kate? Anything else, Kate? seemingly exasperated that she has another interesting story to relay. Did you get somebody to send this in? No. Do you know that at the beginning of each podcast, many of us listen for her voice during the introduction and then fast forward to her part of the show. Then well, you would have missed
0: the whole Bobby Kremen segment.
1: I don't know. This is I, I like this guy. <laughs> then we have to endure Brian and his apparent rush to end the show as Brian starts in on her after one or two stories and says things like, Come on, this thing is running long, <laughs> or let's wrap this thing up. It's yeah. been a long show. Yeah. Why are you being such a dick, Brian? Hey Brian and Ed, fancy has only been on five minutes and you two have been rambling for over an hour. <laughs> Let her go with what she brings. We need more Kate. So many exclamation points. It's time the Me Too movement comes to the baller lifestyle. Yes. The bullying must stop. We stand with and for Kate. Yours truly, Canard in Kansas. Time's up. Wow. I'm not Kansas. sure what to do with
2: that. Canard. Canard.
1: He was very complimentary to a point. He's very complimentary of certain people.
2: Uh, I appreciate that. I did not have a great day.
1: Oh, you didn't? I could tell by the look on your face when you walked in. Do you want to talk about it? No. That's another podcast. Okay. Here's another one. Ballers. I've reached out before for some life coaching and all of your feedback was invaluable. For me, when my wife and I needed to pick a name for our first child, so I know you'll be able to help with my current predicament. I'm solidly in the millennial generation, and I've been lucky enough to develop male pattern baldness in my 20s. Over the last two to three years, I've cut my hair shorter and shorter, but there's nothing left to be done to cover up the hair loss. As a result, I've started shaving my head. Bald is beautiful. That's my only option, right? As a proud member of hashtag team current episode, Hashtag team every episode and hashtag team Friday facts. I'm well aware of the stance on hair plugs, so there's no way I'm doing plugs. Thanks and keep it baller, Ben. Nine oh six. Well, I could tell you from my perspective, 100. percent You've done the right thing, Ben. Don't try to absolutely. Hang, don't try to hang on to it. Like you're just, it's an inevitability. People look weird when they take too many measures to try to hold on to what's left to their hair. And I'm going to just give, give you a list of names. Michael Jordan. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Bruce Willis. Statham. Willis. <laughs> I mean, there are loads of dudes and no one looks at any of those dudes and goes, oh, Fuck, that guy's got no hair. Like, look at a picture of The Rock when he had hair, and he looks kind of weird. You look at him with the fucking shaved head, and you're like, oh, man, that guy's a good-looking dude. Kate McManus, your thoughts from a woman. What do you think about Ben906 and his male pattern baldness and doing the right thing and going honest about it?
2: I think that's great, and I think more people should feel comfortable doing that.
1: It's it's not like women sit around and go, Oh my god, that fucking that guy over there is bald. Like no like guy's in good shape and he's got money no. and he's good looking. It's
2: not it's, something I would even think about. Right,
1: exactly. I've
2: dated guys that were bald.
1: There you go. Exactly.
2: I dated one guy that was completely bald, what? like shaved down. Just, to whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. I mean, we don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to go through what? the whole history here, okay? I mean when- <laughs> While we're it, on the subject, you're
2: bullying me again. <laughs> oh, <I'm> me too. <laughs> yes. Hashtag there, me too.
1: Yes. Ed. Does
0: does their ha- hair on their head like? Nah, I I won't ask. Oh, well, let's. <laughs> well,
2: no. Here's the thing. Does, does
0: like, I was
1: going to talk about does volume. It, does, does it affect the volume of their? Yeah. <laughs> are are bald men typically? Would you know, Kate? Are bald men are typically
2: get, I didn't get loud comers? Oh, uh, okay.
0: Good. <laughs> to know. Um, yeah. But I, w- I I will say about the yeah the, the bald thing. You only think about the baldness when you see measures being taken.
1: 100%.
0: Some sort of excessive hair. I mean, yes. You know, bef- before he, he became the president, pretty much everybody just kept talking about Donald Trump, like what he was doing with that hair.
1: What is going like, on
0: there? Like, if you just shave it, like that's not, nobody talks about Bruce Willis's hair. Nope. You know, nobody. like they, they don't, It's just, not a discussion.
1: He went bald pretty young.
2: You can make it a discussion. By being
1: weird about it. Yes, 100%. What? It's, it's just like anything. If you're rocking it with confidence, like it doesn't matter. It's just whatever you got. Like there are, f- you know, fat guys that women, Biggie Smalls, R.I.P., Notorious B.I.G., he was a fat fuck and he had an eye that he had a weird eye also. Yeah,
2: he did have a weird
1: eye. And guess what? The guy got of- fucking mad puss. He was always talking about it in his songs. Mm-hmm. Like why? Because he was a charismatic dude. Like and he Tupac overcame it.
0: Wrapped. That's why I fucked your bitch. But,
1: yeah. That, that also happened another bald guy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Very uh, very yeah, confident it, bald guy.
0: Yeah. In short, it it doesn't matter. But like, don't do anything where you're gonna confuse anybody and make people think you're not bald.
1: Like yeah. just go just go for it. Just go for it. Um. But I appreciate that, Ben. Here's another one.
0: I hope we picked the right baby name. I don't remember naming any babies.
1: Well, I think we just were saying what would don't be a bad you. idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have another bird's nest. Look, there's a bird nesting in that palm there. Fancy. Met, with much, we, we have much. Um, a lot of
2: wildlife back here. That's the
1: word I was looking for. Wildlife in the backyard. Another email, dear ballers. I come to you in desperation. That girl that I have been nailing. <laughs> Okay, hold on. I need a minute with this. Uh, So I messed it up. I come to you in desperation. The girl that I have been nailing is a dead fish in the sack. Is it because Mm. she is used to the guy doing all the work? What can I do to reanimate her when we bone? Thanks. That's from Rusty in Florida. Get,
2: get, Get better at boning. Hashtag
1: team current episode. Hold on
2: that's what you can
1: do this is another this is another possible confidence issue sometimes women and this is a, the conditioning that they get from society are not comfortable being overtly sexual even when they're having sex it is something that you know they don't want to be thought of as a slut or Oh, is she too good at it? Like if a if a girl's too good at having sex, that means she's fucked a lot of guys or something and it's all this sort of like made up thing that can be a real burden to women. But
2: also we need a, like more details to be yeah, able I to assess the situation. Also, like yeah. is that what is her personality like generally? Right. How long have you guys been seeing each other? What? Has she always been like this? What? Is she warming up at what all? Type Do you of think sex? it's something that sh- you're doing? Yes. Go, well, go do slow. You feel like maybe she's just not comfortable sexually. Take your time,
1: let her get comfortable. Mm-hmm.
2: Talk about the things know. you like.
1: Have a discussion about right. it. Yes, Ed, your thoughts.
0: But also, not everybody's comfortable with everything.
1: That's and true,
0: 100%. I think the the the, the big issue is just be I mean, if you're if you're having sex, you got to be able to communicate. And you can kind of have these conversations you know, de- delicately, but like you, you can you can have conversations about what you're into or what you're not, and like, yeah, maybe some. Not everything is is on board, but at least you know you're communicating. Yep. You 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 gotta be talking. Sh- you, yeah, she- can't just you just assume. Oh well, she's a dead fish, and so everything's off like you, you got to talk
1: but do the talking beforehand because <laughs> like when you're di- when you're like is that good is that how's that do you want want me to try it like this or should i you want a different position should i pull your hair you want me to spank you a little bit uh, dirty talk you want to uh, you play with your nipples like you can't like really be going through a checklist during the sesh because then it gets awkward you just want it to happen you just want it to flow just be natural you know, maybe it's, maybe it's you. Maybe you're a little too much of a loud comer and it makes <laughs> her uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: But her eardrums hurt.
1: Open a line of dialogue and just, you know, hey, what what do you think? I You know, I want you to be happy. Is there anything I could be doing differently? And just, I don't know, have a glass of wine first and just make it chill or I don't know. But talk about it for sure. Um, okay, Kate, that's it for our the email portion of the okay. show. What do you? What's going on in the world of pop culture? Which is apparently what people fast forward to. Right. It's a. It's I, like a ten minute podcast for them because that's the Here part where I'm talking. Most people just bitch that it's too long.
2: <laughs> it's like a half hour, right? No. All yeah,
1: right. yeah. Well, it is. Let's start off hour.
2: with some sexual harassment updates.
1: Oh no, there's some.
2: I mean, there's. There's more me too. There's a not a new person being accused, but this is a continuation of a story. Oh, let's hear about it. So in the aftermath of the public outing of known sexual harassers and assorted predators that took place in the aftermath of the Harvey Weinstein exposés, one of the many questions that's come up for debate is, is there a path to redemption for these men? If so, what should it look like?
1: This is the problem. We've lumped them all together cuz there right. uh, there definitely That's is right. for some, but when when everyone is put in the same fucking shoebox as a as a yeah. big fat rapist. That's right. right. Franken make,
0: and Weinstein, same.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh th- what's his name? Prairie Home Companion? Uh
0: Garrison, <laughs> Garrison Keillor. He
1: didn't even do anything.
0: Well, I'm I'm pretty yeah. offended by the way he looks.
1: Though. Well, and his show's terrible, but what, he What was he accused of? He um he like hugged a woman in a way that made her uncomfortable and he immediately apologized and wrote her a letter. And it was like a whole thing that he was like, a, he was mortified that he was even accused and immediately apologized. And, but it was, it came out at a time when everybody was being accused. And so he's gone.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer. It's, I'm not but really anyways, Moving on. I'll, be I'll tell you oh, what yeah. it shouldn't look like though. Okay. Tell me. It shouldn't look like a show where serial harassers commiserate with other serial harassers about how unfair it is to be driven from your chosen profession simply because of a repeated pattern of words and behaviors betraying your fundamental disrespect for colleagues you view as sexual objects rather than full human beings. Anyway, this is the show that Charlie Rose pitched oh, to... No. um ex-Vanity Fair editor and the Daily Beast co-founder, sorry, founder Tina Brown. Oh, let's do it. We need to make this.
1: We need to make this.
0: I would would watch every minute of the show, (laughs) but I think they should be forced to do whatever they were accused of or caught doing. Charlie Rose has to show up naked. Yeah. Like he has to do the whole thing naked and pretend it was his assistant. And like he interviews Weinstein and Weinstein's got to sit there and jack off into a potted plant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, they both had the same move so they could talk. Hey, I used to walk out naked. It'd be like meet. I would be in the shower and I would come I out totally and open road. Did that. Yeah. How'd that <laughs> work for five. you? Not that well. I had to rape them. Oh my God. <laughs> me either. None of them had sex with me.
2: So I don't know. It might just be an act of desperation on Charlie's part. Um, as of right now, it's unclear whether this series is actually under development at an actual production company or it's just an idle thought of of his. He was trying to shock uh
1: him. well I hope they make it. I would love to see this. Why was his studio is so talk. dark? They didn't they had no lighting
0: for yeah. his show. Well
1: it was PBS. I was I was shocked when he got a job when he they put him on in the morning at CBS. I was like, wait, you have to be good looking to be on TV at, at, at that hour. Like yeah, that?
0: That's, I mean Charlie Rose is a jarring look for the morning.
2: Yes. He's
1: he's ancient.
2: Yeah, that one like droopy eye. Yes. It hangs down.
1: Not attractive. Imagine him walking. Imagine you sitting there at work and him walking oh, look into. At this picture. Yes, walking into the office it just like fully nude and old. No, thanks. Okay, what else?
2: Um, On an episode recently of Ellen in sync, we're, we're on Ellen yeah, and they were playing they, a game. They got
1: a star they, on the walk of the Are they fame. back together? No, no, unfortunately. I think they were
2: just talking yeah. as a group about the old days. Yeah. They were playing a game of Never Have I Ever when a shocking revelation came out. Never have I ever hooked up with a Spice Girl, said Ellen, before the stunned audience watched Timberlake Ooh, go sheepishly quiet. Yeah. Apparently, he is hooked up with a Spice uh, Girl, but would not in true... Well... Justin Timberlake fashion, say who it was. Let's rank the Spice Girls. But apparently, well, one was with
0: Eddie Murphy, right? Um, yeah, scary. In an
2: interview in 2016, Baby Spice Emma Button, after she was quizzed about the old rumors that she had a fling with Trouser Snake, said... <laughs> no comment. She's, um, so it seems like Baby Spice and Trouser Snake might have...
1: She's the hottest. Know. She's Which the hottest baby? of the Spice Girls. She's baby. the blonde. She's
2: blonde with the bangs. Yeah,
1: Baby Spice. Yeah. So the ranking of the Spice Girls number 1 Baby Spice. Really? Yeah.
2: yeah
1: posh Spice all the way. Oh, she's so skinny.
2: No, but when, but she, was but girl, when she was a
1: yeah, Spice Girl, she was hot. Yeah, she like, was. Like I remember thinking was she the
0: was the hot highest. one and yeah. then she got like Skeletor like.
1: Okay. I think I liked her too, but not as much as Baby. Baby?
2: The posh. She looks like a baby. No, she
1: didn't. Ba- She's older than I am. Baby, <laughs> posh. Hold on, ginger, ginger. Uh, she was hot she was and cold. Yeah, she was. She was good some days, bad others. Um, followed no, by
0: baby s- is not no.
1: Followed no. by scary, and then mm. last, oh. lastly, sporty. But I believe, um, as of today. Sporty might have eclipsed them all. I think Sporty got kind of hot in the aftermath.
0: Did she fix her teeth? Because what I'm looking at, yeah, looks th- like she has Indian corn in her mouth. I
1: think um, Sporty
2: Mel C is
1: that- summer
0: summer teeth. Whoa. Sporty
1: Spice. Oh yeah, she's banging today. She's she is. She looks real good. Sporty yeah, she su- does. Sporty Spice has really changed her appearance for the better
2: well let me see what your what image are you judging that on right here
1: this one where she's all
2: that's it up. Just that one
1: this one well see when you click it see look here she's all
2: no she's just got oil you can't even see what she looks well, like i like that
0: She looks pretty yeah i like that yeah, she looks very sporty
1: for what me what
2: you're basing I like her. This commentary on is nonsense hold on i'm
1: gonna type in 2018 sporty spice 2018 because all these pictures melanie are
0: melanie chisholm
1: Chisholm. Oh yeah. She's not bad. Um, Oh, Oh, she knocked up. Mm. Oh, she's very fit. Yeah. She's pretty good looking.
3: I I Ka- was in a, Catherine was,
1: go ahead. I was hey. in
0: a store in like- London. That's like, I don't know, some supermarket or something. And they had the radio, the morning radio and, um, Lionel Richie was being interviewed by, by baby spice.
1: Oh really? Oh, like she's a,
0: she's a morning show host or something. Oh yeah. She's got a show. And, and she was like, so what do you, what do you think of the, you know, the, the spice girls? And he's like, yeah, they're great. And he's, what do you think of baby spice? And he's like, I have to be honest. I, I don't really know anything about them. And she's like, that's me. Yeah. That's me. I'm baby spice. <laughs> like, He's just doing the interview circuit. Like He had no idea. You what don't
1: it. interview people about yourself. No, you don't. Like, so, some, Lionel Rich- you were
0: only popular for a month and a half in 1996.
1: You do. Lionel Richie doesn't come on and you go, Lionel Richie, you've, been in, you've had a 50-year career. You're a legend. So many hit songs. Tell me. What do you think about me? Uh, okay, Kate. What else is going on in the world of pop culture?
2: Um, Black China. We all familiar with Black China? Uh, Ed yeah, might not the be.
0: The card No, no, no. We've done enough stories. The the so, Kardashians uh, a stripper. wife or something. Right. The Kardashian She's- boys. Ex- so
2: here's what happened. Ex- I'll give Rob you a recap for everybody who might not be up yeah. on new Black give China. Give us is. take us through
1: the Black car- Black China. Black yeah.
2: China, aka Renee something, was a stripper who hooked up with the rapper Tyga. They had a the child together. They split up. Tyga hooked up with Kylie Jenner. They right. went out for two, three years yep. or something, yep. and China hooked up with Kylie's brother so, Rob, ch- Rob Kardashian. China
1: and Kylie are both sisters in law and, and Eskimo, Eskimo sisters. sisters. That's wow, correct. that is fantastic.
2: China and Rob Kardashian had a baby about a year ago, which they called Dream Kardashian. China he and looks like Rob. Bartolo
0: Cologne in this picture.
2: China and Rob broke yeah, he's not up. They had a bitter breakup. They're still, um, you know, fighting. fighting over the child. Yep. Kylie and Tyga also broke up. Yep. China is now pregnant with her 18 year old rapper boyfriend, Whoa. YBN Almighty Jay's baby, apparently.
1: <sighs> YBN Almighty?
2: Jay says. Does he know Takashi69? Jay says <laughs> the pair met on Christian Mingle in an interview and comments on the possibility of having a baby saying i don't wear condoms i wouldn't want to fuck a bitch i didn't want to get pregnant Yep. i'm trying to get pregnant i'd keep that shit yep. like oh daddy love you i love that ass
0: wow it's going to be pretty cool when that kid learns how to wow. look things up wow. on the internet
1: is he uh, um do we have a new bard i mean is he is he up for poet laureate 2018 <laughs> Do we know can we can we nominate him? Probably. Where
0: did where did your parents meet? Uh well, daddy said I love that ass and he doesn't wear condoms. So uh yeah. that, that's where we're at. <laughs>
1: yeah. Put two and two together there. Um he's 18. How old is she? Like
2: 29.
1: Oh, she looks much older. She's got two,
2: she's already like How fucking old is this black out? china? Right.
1: Uh interesting. Well, we'll have to see how those She looks
2: 39. Lovers. Yeah. She's very she fertile. Looks a day.
0: She's, right. She really was not planning ahead when she came up with that nickname. No. Black China. Yeah. What?
1: I don't know. I don't get no. that. I don't get that at all. No. Uh, okay. What else is going on, Kate? Not the, to rush you.
0: Let's
2: get some and her sad. name's
0: Angela. It's not a bad name. Like, Black China.
1: Yeah. It was terrible.
2: Oh, I thought her name was Renee.
0: It's Angela Renee
2: White. Angela Renee.
1: Angela Renee White. Wow, fantastic.
2: Let's get some sad news out of the way. It seems that Swedish EDM star Avicii, who Uh. I spoke about last week on the show, who died – um, actually, committed suicide. La the Shards of a broken glass bottle. Too. Dude, that's it's been pretty dark. Confirmed whether it was a, yeah. a wound on the neck or the wrist. But he, um, that's that is very dark. Ooh. I guess he'd really struggled with thoughts about thoughts about meaning life, happiness. He could no longer go on. Wanted to find peace.
1: Uh,
2: um, which is heartbreaking.
1: Um, that's how. Um, that's how you and McGregor took himself out as his twin brother on season three of Fargo. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it was, Ryan,
2: I haven't finished that season. I
1: mean, that show ended like a year ago. Probably well, season four is probably coming I'm still soon.
2: Probably going to start that show. The Americans well, from the beginning. There's like seven seasons.
1: Um, I'm really, I won't. I was complaining before you got here about the new season of Westworld. Oh my God. But,
2: is there like a companion well, on, like to that show that I can read after it airs no, so I can understand I'm doing that with, the actual fuck I am not just doing watched. that with any show,
1: but we need to get to the more important part. By my count, we are at one dick and zero boobs this season through two episodes. Would you, are you with me? Mm,
2: yeah. I think that's right.
1: Nice. We need a me too for me. <laughs> Because does anyone, I'm really, I'm getting, feeling impressed.
2: Does anyone yeah. understand what is happening on Westworld season two? No, well, and if now he, the
0: it's, question needs to be asked, how did the dick look?
1: Um, well, so the like, dick was man, I not remember, he, it was that guy, guy saw, himself it, it was that British guy that's kind of like the oh, yeah. um, the it looks, one of the storytellers.
2: It looks good. Brian was like convinced that he'd like. It up. He
1: did. He had it chubbed a bit. He was uncircumcised. I
2: mean, it looked well, like it was. I mean, hanging well, of course you're like, going to go. It looked like semi. it was hanging to me. Yeah, it was
1: hanging, but it was it was hanging with blood. And then I demonstrated for our very own fancy sauce. I'm, I'm like, it was like this. And I gave mine a couple squeezes. My right. letter had a look this is at a it. A
2: lot of information. And I was like, it was like this thing into a little is, bit too much of a glimpse into our like living room. He
1: had a, he had a decent dick. <laughs> like it was a bit pasty for me. I have a darker penis, as many people know. I mean, I have a brown dick.
2: Do you not hijack my segment Sorry. and start talking about dicks 99% of the time?
1: Um, we did a real dick-heavy show. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before. Okay,
2: let's move on to a story about <laughs> the beloved Johnny Depp.
1: Uh, oh. One of my favorite actors.
2: Um. Johnny Depp is being sued, not only by his um, management company. Yeah, he's in the midst of a bitter twenty-five million dollar fraud lo- lawsuit I, I, with his former manager. I believe
1: last we checked in on um, Johnny Depp's expenses, he was spending something like three million dollars a month. That's something like that. on wine, what's, on, what's, yeah, <laughs> on wine and like island upkeep. He loves wine. And he has like too many mansions. But, like, how much
2: fucking wine can you
1: drink? He likes good wine.
2: Two of Depp's former bodyguards are also suing the actor for unpaid wages and overtime in the new civil suit. I can't be bothered saying these people's names, but they were used as a de facto chauffeurs and nannies for Depp's family and were exposed to illegal substances by guarding the hard partying actor. They claim that working for Depp put them in in toxic situations, including once when an incident at a local nightclub involved plaintiffs, the plaintiff's alerting Depp of illegal substances visible on his face and person while preventing onlookers from noticing Depp's condition. I mean, what's the big deal? That's your job. Hey, boss, you have some cocaine on your face. Yeah. Wipe it off. (laughs) Right. That's what you're fucking getting paid to do.
1: That's a good gig.
2: You know? They I would pay dig
1: them dig I, good money to, I had, to wipe I, my nose.
2: I had to do that to Lindsay Depp in a nightclub in London once. Uh, uh, Lindsay she, Lohan. Lindsay, what did I say? <laughs> Lindsay
1: Depp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's um, been a long
2: day. She came out of the bathroom. Hold
1: on. Allegedly?
2: No, I was Oh. I experienced this in the first person. Oh, oh okay.
1: Uh-huh. Oh.
2: She was in the bathroom for a long time. Yeah. My best friend Kate and I were drunk. Yeah. A little belligerent. Yeah. We might have banged on the door a lot because she was taking a really fucking long time. Yeah. And then she busted out. She had cocaine.
1: I mean, what here, what appeared nose, to be cocaine. What yeah. appeared
2: to be cocaine. Yeah. And I said to her, "You might want to wipe your face." Yeah. And, and she then said, She Thanks. looked in the mirror, wiped her face, and then pushed past me.
1: Yeah. Wow. 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 That's fantastic.
2: And I didn't get paid for that. Was Rod Stewart Probably also there? <laughs> That was
0: another night. Um, no, he was in the hospital getting semen pumped.
1: He, got to, he, got to, he had to get his stomach pumped. Um, I mean, I wonder, like, that's pretty baller if you have a, uh, an employee whose job it is to make sure you don't have any residual cocaine in your nose.
2: Well, they're also whinging about how they had to look after his kids. And- well, that I would well, bitch about that, too. his kids they're adults. Right. His kids are He's like 20. Lose their jobs He's if they didn't it. comply with his children's demands. His no. kids well, have yeah. jobs.
3: You know, I apologize for oh. my hard partying please. Johnny Depp. Uh the first couple seasons with uh, Richard Greco and and the, the guy who plays Harry Ioki, we did a lot of Dustin cocaine. Wayne. Yeah. The Vietnamese guy with the Japanese name. And then Dom DeLuise's son. Peter. uh, Peter DeLuise. We we used to do our best to have as much cocaine on the fledgling Fox network. Uh, But but now that my children are grown, I I expect my nanny to wipe the blow off my nose.
1: (laughs) You're in your 50s. Johnny, do you, is, that why, is that why you keep so many um, scarves and bandanas tied around your wrist?
3: Yes. I always need something to wipe the uh, booger sugar off, off of my uh, extremities Fantastic. because uh, you, you never know when you need a good bump.
1: <laughs> wow. Fantastic. Okay. Well, thanks for that, Johnny Depp. Uh, Kate McManus, anything else? I don't want to rush you.
2: Yes, actually. I Uh-oh. have another story. Okay, great. Is that okay? Yes. Do you think we have time? Plenty. Um, Kanye West gave a bizarre interview um, on TMC yeah. Live Tuesday. he's
1: losing his shit.
2: Where he claimed that two days before I was in the hospital, I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. I got liposuction because I didn't want y'all to oh, call me fat. My fucking Like God. y'all called Rob Kardashian at the wedding and made him fly home before me and Kim got married. Yeah. West Forty was hospitalized in November two thousand and sixteen. You might remember after an onstage meltdown I during didn't the Saint that. Pablo tour.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it I remember was that stress. Yeah. But he
2: was having like a psychotic like. Yeah, episode. he needs help. He said I was taking two pills a day at the time. When I left the hospital, how many pills do you think I was given? Seven. I went from taking two pills to taking seven. Well, they
1: gave you seven total? That's not even three days' worth. That's not (laughs) even four days' worth. It doesn't seem like it's The reason why I dropped
2: those tweets and everything is because I was drugged the fuck out, bro, and I'm not drugged out. These pills that they want me to take three of a day, I take one a week maybe, two a week. Y'all have me scared of myself, of my vision. So I took some pills so Wait. I wouldn't go to the hospital and prove everyone right. We are drugged out. We are following other people's opinions. Oh, my God. You're so, you're so glib. are by the media. you're saying you're so glib. all changes. <laughs> he
1: does, you don't know the history of psychiatry. <laughs> you're so glib, I Connie. I, I do.
2: <laughs> but then also- Woo! Like, Is this, I'm assuming, like, this is not, but then he, like, made all those weird tweets about slavery, you know, and he was, like, posting he and John's legends. He said slavery is a choice.
1: He's in crisis.
2: Um, He said, when you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice, he said. And then he later tweeted, to make myself clear, of course I know that slaves did not get shackled and put on a boat by free will. Okay, you. Also, stop calling Trump your boy. You fucking idiot!
1: Yeah, well, he's a that's, provocateur. He's a
2: dickhead, but he's also
1: he's also in crisis. Yeah,
0: I I kind of get like the sneaking suspicion that Kanye just likes the attention. Yeah, I, it, of course I, I don't
1: Yes, I mean, of course
2: that might be true, Ed. There might be, but something he's also to nuts. <laughs> he is also nuts. Anyway, so you'll yeah. be relieved to know that that's it for me. From me. Yeah. Today. Oh, that's it.
1: Oh, fantastic! Well, I appreciate no,
2: it. No, not oh, fantastic. It's like oh, you
1: do a great job. <laughs> I mean, if you because of scheduling, yes, Canard. Where was Canard from? Kansas, Kansas. Canard in Kansas. Yeah, because, it
0: was alliteration.
1: Because of scheduling, Canard, it's diff. It's difficult for Fancy Sauce to join us any earlier than she does typically, mm-hmm. or else she would. Mm-hmm. So, uh that's true. If, yeah, if we
2: true that, if
1: we can get more but time, she,
2: yeah? she packs
0: more heat in her half hour. She brings the heat. Then we, yeah, we, she brings it. Well, we're, it gives it gives us we're a just boost. Stalling until she gets here,
1: right? It gives us a boost. Like we're coming apart.
2: Uh, you, you guys know. are nice. Thanks.
1: And we're, we've gotten to towards the end of our thing and we're running out of gas. We're, we're older gentlemen these days. That's
0: true. We're, we're men of a certain age.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's nice to have a young stir pop in (laughs) and uh, bring the energy level up, which she does. Uh, Okay. So until next week for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 218 of the Mm. abortion hour. (laughs) Feel free.
0: Let me know if you find out an answer for that.
1: Feel free to either join us next week or
2: send us some abortion jokes.
1: Fuck off forever. Good night. Goodbye.